0: pictures of all the things you see in New York, Will told Gracie, so you can show them to me when you get back. I know you like to draw, like Nana and Miss Sweeney. Pointing to the crude but oddly cheerful design chalked onto the floor amid the forest of easels, Will said, this is your handiwork, is it not? Uh Uh-huh. Yes, sir, Nell softly corrected. Yes, sir, Gracie echoed. I drew the morning sunshine, cause says she misses it when it goes away. How very thoughtful of you, Will praised, as he awkwardly gained his feet. And how very thoughtful of you, his mother told him, to pay a call at the house. You don't know what it means to me, Will. Your, uh, your father is at his office, by the way, so- She glanced at Gracie, who was sprawled on the floor again, chalk in hand. You know, you needn't worry that there be any unpleasantness. He's working? Will asked. On a Saturday? He's worse than ever, Viola said with a slightly weary smile. Six days a week he's at India Wharf by dawn. August Hewitt's dedication to the shipping empire founded by his great-great-grandfather was legendary among his fellow cardfish aristocrats. I wish I could claim that my visit was prompted by mere thoughtfulness, Will said. The fact is, I've something rather distressing to report. Oh, dear. Viola's smile waned. I can't say I'm eager for any more bad news. After that frightful gold business yesterday, your father knows men who lost their entire- Looking up sharply. She said, You're all right, aren't you, Will? You didn't. Good Lord, no. I've never invested in gold. Will kept his considerable gambling swag in the weather beaten alligator satchel Viola had gifted him upon his graduation from medical school at the University of Edinburgh. No, I came through yesterday quite unscathed. But as you've pointed out, the same can't be said for everyone. He looked around rubbing his neck. I say, are there any chairs in this room? Oh, or- Here. Nell pulled out a paint-speckled kitchen chair that had been tucked under a table. It's safe to sit on, the paint's dry. Will sat and crossed his legs, lifting the bad one over the good one with his hands. Nell must have told you I accepted a position as adjunct professor at Harvard, just for the autumn term. I'm really not cut out for that life anymore, but Isaac Foster talked me into it. And it affords me the opportunity to do some rather diverting research. Foster was named assistant dean of the medical school over the summer. Did you know? Viola nodded. Winnie Pratt told me about that. Crowed about it when she wrote to announce Dr. Foster's engagement to her daughter Emily while I was on the Cape. I'm teaching medical jurisprudence. Will said, what Professor Cuthbert at Edinburgh used to call forensic studies, the legal applications of medicine. One of my conditions when I accepted the position was the right to conduct post-mortems on any good corpses that end up in the morgue at Massachusetts General. Good corpses? Viola said dubiously. Will cast a little half-smile toward Nell, as if to say, you understand. There are good corpses, said Nell, who'd assisted at some truly fascinating autopsies during the four years in which she'd been trained in nursing by Dr. Greaves, before coming to work for the Hewitts. Someone whose death was violent or unexplained can be very interesting to dissect, if one knows what to look for. I thought the county coroners handled that sort of thing, Viola said. Yes, Will said. But they're all laymen, so they have to pay private surgeons to perform the actual autopsies. When they bother with them, I'm saving them a bit of trouble and expense by taking on the chewier cases myself. In any event, yesterday evening, two bodies were brought to the morgue. The deaths apparently unrelated, but with one thing in common. Both men had evidently taken their own lives. He paused, then added, One of those men... I'm sorry to say. Was Noah Bassett? No.